Head to netsuite.com slash briefing now for their one-of-a-kind flexible financing program. Hi, everyone. I'm Kristen Holmes, CNN national correspondent in for David Chalian, and this is the CNN Political Briefing. Here's what you need to know in politics for Friday, August 13th. Between a rise in coronavirus cases, an escalating situation in Afghanistan, and an influx at the border, President Biden is now facing some serious issues that could ultimately impact his legacy. First up, the situation in Afghanistan, which is moving closer and closer to collapse every hour. The Biden administration and its officials have expressed surprise at just how quickly the Taliban has made gains across the country. According to a CNN analysis, at the time of this recording, the Taliban now controls 17 of Afghanistan's 34 provincial capitals, all of which have been captured in just the last week. The vast majority of the Taliban's territorial gains have come since the withdrawal of American forces, which began in May and is scheduled to be completed by late August. As the situation has become more dangerous, the U.S. has now announced it's going to deploy 3,000 U.S. troops to Kabul to do two things, really. One, assist with a, quote, reduction of civilian personnel at the embassy in Kabul, and to also facilitate the processing of special immigrant visas for Afghan nationals who have assisted Americans during their time inside the country. Now, that's, of course, according to the Pentagon spokesperson, John Kirby. And we heard from the Pentagon in a press briefing today, and this is what they said about the situation. If you just look at what the Taliban's been doing, you can see that they are trying to isolate Kabul. It is not unlike the way they've operated in other places of the country, isolating provincial capitals um, and sometimes being able to force surrender without necessarily much bloodshed. Again, I, I can't speak for what their intentions are. What I can tell you is that we're taking the situation seriously, and that's one of the reasons why we move these forces or we're moving these forces into Kabul to assist with this particular mission, because we know that that time is a precious commodity here. So President Joe Biden is traveling to Camp David for the weekend, where White House officials say he'll be briefed regularly by his national security team on the situation in Afghanistan. Bottom line is this. Biden continues to say he has no second thoughts about his decision to withdraw from Afghanistan even as the Taliban have taken more ground more rapidly than the U.S. expected. Next up, COVID. As people fight over what to do about the virus, it just continues to spread. Case numbers across the country are soaring. Hospitalizations and deaths are rising. Over 99% of the U.S. population lives in a county where people should be wearing a mask indoors. Now, that's according to the new CDC guidance. And CDC data shows only 50.4% of the eligible U.S. population is fully vaccinated. The bottom line, Biden had hoped for COVID to be in his rearview mirror at this point in his presidency, but it just doesn't appear to be going away. So continue to keep your eyes out for more talks on how to get people vaccinated and how to help combat this virus. On to immigration. The U.S. saw a two-decade high in border crossings in July at the U.S.-Mexico border. Now, Homeland Security Secretary Alejandro Mayorkas called the amount of migrants crossing the border unprecedented. In July, U.S. Customs and Border Protection apprehended more than 212,000 people. That is an unusual uptick from the prior month, especially given the fact that apprehensions usually dip during the hot summer. Now, on top of that, Customs and Border Protection also arrested almost 19,000 unaccompanied children last month. 
While the administration has made inroads in moving children out of CBP custody, thousands remain in temporary facilities, waiting to be reunited with sponsors like a parent or relative. The bottom line is this. The Biden administration's taking action, like increasing personnel around the border and resuming a fast-track deportation procedure for migrant families, but it's just getting worse. Next on inflation, just one day after America thought it was getting some relief on inflation, a new report showed we're just not out of the woods yet. Producer price inflation, which measures the prices U.S. producers receive for their goods and services, rose 7.8% over the last 12 months that ended in July. Now, that was more than economists had expected and marked a new record high. The bottom line, the supply-demand mismatch in the pandemic economy continues. It's something Biden said this week his administration will have to keep a close eye on. And finally, infrastructure. Just when Biden was doing a bit of a victory lap at the beginning of the week, partisan politics as usual is rearing its ugly head and potentially threatening the progress. As we mentioned on this podcast this week, the Senate passed both the $1.2 trillion bipartisan infrastructure package and the $3.5 trillion budget resolution. Now it's on its way to the House to eventually end up on Biden's desk for a signature. But Congress is on recess and the drama is already starting. Nine Democratic House moderates are threatening to withhold their support for their party's must-pass budget resolution. What do they want? They want Speaker Nancy Pelosi to change course and instead allow their chamber to first vote on the $1.2 trillion bipartisan infrastructure plan. Now, that is not something that's going to go over well with the left wing of the party. So again, already seeing some drama here. The bottom line on all the issues raised in the episode is this. August is usually a very sleepy month for D.C. and politics, but not for this president. That's it for today's political briefing. Thank you so much for letting me fill in. David Chalian will be back next week. Thanks so much for listening, and please take a moment to be sure to follow us wherever you get your podcasts. CNN Political Briefing is a product of CNN Audio. Megan Marcus is our executive producer. Greg Peppers is our supervising producer. Mohammed Darwish is our senior producer. Our episodes are produced by Krista Bowe and Taylor Galgano. 